it's Chicago. It's 1936, and uh, <laughs> Jimmy the Jimmy the Rhino just uh, unloaded his Tommy gun on that coppa's car. That's how many there, how many uh, plot holes there are in the show. <laughs> Too much energy. <laughs> Hooray! Your silver bolt. These upgrades come with a warranty. Blah 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 blah. Beast Wars once and for all. Titor, what have you done? I am giving this episode no energon. What yeah. are you, a Quintesson? This is no energon. Fuck it. I I can't. Sigma you balls, Gary. Sh- Welcome to episode 87 of Too Much Energon, the podcast where we talk about Beast Wars shit and talk shit about Beast Wars, and now indeed other things as well. Coming to you live from a mysterious floating mountain somewhere hidden on planet Energon, I'm the Siege, one of your hosts. And I'm Neo Cal, your other host. What's going on, Cal? Oh, you know, just uh, potential things breaking and then fixing themselves, the usual for us professional podcasters uh legitimate uh legitimate journalism over here yeah we both had weird hardware things that pop up uh popping literally in my case uh listeners uh i don't know if you've noticed over the past like a few episodes but there's been a weird popping issue going on with my audio and we try Uh, to fix it i've tried many things to fix it (laughs) um i even uh formatted my nvme uh drive on my computer and reinstalled windows hoping it was a software issue and uh lo and behold that didn't work so then i was going to uh just buy an entirely new microphone but then i'm like hold on i'm going to try replacing the usb cable first and despite now the problem there is despite the fact that my uh $200 microphone is only two years old it uh uses uh usb to mini usb which mm. is uh going back in time you remember the same uh, what why are like microphones it's like ooh, it's it's a, it's ahead of like look how nice this is it's great usb to mini usb all of them and it's like really <laughs> yeah uh, listeners, uh, if you if you're not sure exactly what mini USB is, remember PlayStation Three, the the PS Three, the uh, the USB cable that you had to use to plug the uh, PS Three controller in. I'm talking. This is before USB C. This is before mini USB. This is, or uh, this is before micro USB. This is Mic- mini. Right. Yeah, yeah. This is mini USB. The least popular of all the USB sizes. So we're talking uh, USB tech that is from that was widely in use in 2006. My uh, 2020 microphone, the HyperX Quadcast, uses mini USB. I have no fucking idea why. So I went to Best Buy, and despite their website saying that they actually had a uh, uh, mini uh, USB cable, mini US, USB B, mini B, whatever, whatever, the mini B. Mini B. 
uh despite their website sounds like a transformer like a smaller little yellow car that doesn't talk and it just goes beep beep and it's called mini b (laughs) it's like bumblebee's mini con yeah that's exactly (laughs) there we go we're referencing transformers armada now he did it uh 20th anniversary of that show is actually coming up pretty soon oh wow maybe we'll talk about an episode of that sometime Sometimes. Funny enough, uh, Optimus Prime is voiced by our, our by our boy Gary, and Megatron is voiced by David Kay in that show. In the well, in the English dub of that show, yeah, it's a Japanese cartoon. But it's funny they they carried on the Optimus and Megatron conflict across uh, multiple shows and multiple universes. They did it. <clears throat> they did it. The son of a bitches did it. <laughs> they never asked if they. If they should, they were sons of bitches just focused on if they could. Exactly. Anyway, so uh, despite Best Buy's website saying that they had this cable, this ancient uh, cable in stock, I go to the store and the guy's like, uh, yeah, we don't carry anything like that. And I showed him on the website that it said it was in stock. And he's like, oh, I don't know why it says that. We, we, don't, we don't have it. Uh, we, we have an adapter here. And he shows me this adapter and I'm like, I don't really want to use an adapter for something like capturing audio, microphone audio. I'm like, I, I feel like there's going to be some, uh, signal, signal degradation, 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 degradation. (laughs) The base word is degrade, right? Right, right. Or, uh, digitization. (laughs) The great, the great gazoo. The Great Degradation. The 150-year Transformers <laughs> War that made them from big, chunky dudes that guzzle energon to small little things that transform into animals. Or something like that. There we go. That's the... the that, that's... De- denigration. <laughs> Wait, that's a Star Trunk. Star Trunk, the, uh, the, the last denigration. <laughs> See, we 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 come we come full circle to our own uh, jokes, jokes I, I, that originally made because we can't pronounce. Something. I know we've we've uh, we we've just uh, uh, degraded into uh, like self-referential humor at this point. Yeah, we're like Family Everyone Guy. Except it, yeah, we're like Family Guy. Except kind of funny sometimes. Except kind of funny, yeah. <laughs> we don't have a talking dog. Yeah, no, not yet. Although I'm uh, I'm dealing with dogs that I wish would shut the fuck up most of the time in my current living situation. Weird. Almost on cue. There were dogs barking outside. <laughs> uh, Open the window. Hey, some of us don't have jobs and have podcasts to get to. Do you mind? <laughs> I'm kicking my ass. Do you mind? Little uh, liar, liar. Reference <laughs> yeah. for those of you 90 year olds listening to this. Hey, that movie was from the 90s. We talk about know, 90s I shit. Oh, I meant 90s oh, year olds. There 90s we go. year olds. There, there, there we go. Because yeah, yeah. we're, we're old, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, if you're listening to us, chances are you probably are too. I, I see that one person who, like, you know who you are, <laughs> um, who, like, was born like post nineties and watched all the shows we're talking about, despite the fact they came out 10, 15 years before you were born. Right. I, I do know some people like that. 
Yeah, they exist. Uh, <laughs> but I, I, I've seen the the age uh, demographics of our uh, uh, of our listeners because uh, I I get access to that kind of data when you're a professional podcaster like myself. That's right. Collect that data. <laughs> uh, so, Sell it to the commies. <laughs> and the 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 age ranges from uh, from our listenership is like I think from squarely from 24 to 45 and i'm like yeah Seems that legit. tracks <laughs> that tracks uh anyway speaking of tracking oh actually just before that so uh to finish my uh my my story about the the microphone oh yeah shenanigans so i made a snap decision when i was at best buy i'm like you know what fuck it i'm just gonna buy a new mic so that's what i did um and here we are and here born we are to be podcasters born to be podcasters. I bought the cheaper. I see. I, 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 I mentioned saying that I, <laughs> I used to I, I use I mentioned I used to have the Hyper X quadcast. Uh, there's a newer version of it. I think it's called the Hyper X quadcast X or something stupid like that. Following Xbox's naming protocols, right? Um, but I didn't really want to spend uh, two hundred dollars over two hundred dollars on that at, at that moment in time because I wasn't even sure if uh, replacing the mic altogether was going to work. So I'm like, and you know, it was what? a matter of time with you. Like, your that mic could be fine. You just need to order that mini USB off Amazon or something. Right. So what I ended up doing was spending like sixty bucks on the uh, the HyperX Solo Cast, which is what I'm recording with right now. Seems and, legit to me. Yeah. So hopefully it sounds great. And one of the reasons why I originally bought the HyperX Quadcast is because it has multiple settings and because it can capture full room audio. Mm. Uh, solo cast can't, but uh, given my current living situation, there's really, uh, well, it's not really feasible for me to uh, record a big like group podcast like we've done a couple of times for special episodes in the past. Cats and dogs and and the predacon base not welcome <laughs> yeah human sacrifice dogs and cats living together mass hysteria that's uh that that's my life it's right not now. far off no it's not on <laughs> it, it really is land there no no it's uh it's mass hysteria in siege town anyway this is episode 87 of too much energon and this week we're talking about war for cybertron siege chapter five and uh well the episode opens up with uh soundwave doing some science yeah soundwave does the science too by the way it's not just shockwave yeah it's not just shockwave i believe this is the first time we've seen soundwave do a science though we've seen him do some communications before yeah he's he's great at re reconnaissance and communications and and tech right but now he's got an iron man kind of like thing going on here yeah, he he's putting that uh, uh, communications degree to uh, to good use right now. <laughs> well, somebody has to. Somebody has to on Cybertron. Damn it! We've said this before, <laughs> but like, or maybe maybe we haven't. But like that whole like, what would Megatron do without Soundwave? Right. This is the episode where you realize Soundwave is like the good angel on Megatron's shoulder. Yeah. And Shockwave <laughs> is the devil on his other shoulder. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he can choose to listen to either. But unfortunately, he listens to one over the other, and it's the wrong choice. It's the wrong choice. Uh, this is the episode where Megatron truly doubles down on uh, on being a bad guy. 
Yeah, before I could jive with them, and I think the last moment where I was like, hmm, never mind, maybe I don't jive with him, was when he cold-blooded murdered Magnus. Yeah. <laughs> and um, what is he doing now? He's like shutting off the power and communications grid for the entire planet. So what Soundwave figures out is he he detects the Alpha Trion protocol basically he's like yeah. oh there there's this like there's this really hype autobot code spreading through the the autobots network and it's like piggybacking off of core planet processors looking for something or programming something right right and uh yeah so he's like it's spread it's spreading all around and uh well it ain't good and it's really powerful and, and indeed, uh, Megatron's like, oh, for fuck's sakes, this is like Alpha Trion bullshit. And so Shockwave is like, haha, but Megatron, I've developed a virus that can spread through the Autobot network and destroy all of their code. <laughs> and Megatron's like, so that's good. That's but good. Then Soundwave is like, but then we don't have access to that infrastructure. That's yeah. bad. And then Shockwave is like, but we'll stop the, <laughs> the Autobots. That's good. And Soundwave is like, this could cripple us. Yeah. That's bad. <laughs> that's that's basically the gist of what's going on here. And Megatron. And, and Megatron's like, fuck it, let's do it. And Soundwave is like, I said what I had to say. This is a bad thing. He doesn't argue with them, right? He that's what I like about Soundwave. He's loyal, but he's like, hey. We need a planet to rule after this. And it, it'd be like taking out all like the hydroelectric dams, nuclear power plants, basically all the power supplies like across a, a planet. Yeah. Like even a, a small one. And it's just like, hmm, well, I don't know what the Alpha Trion protocols do. Better shut down the entire planet. <laughs> do, do you know what I mean? He doesn't even know what they do. No. He's going to take power away from the entire planet because because he doesn't like what they're up to damn it this is the dumbest thing he does in the entire well huh. never mind there's a lot of dumb shit, shit coming up so so far it's this is the dumbest thing he does well and indeed um i, I when i was watching the episode i wasn't entirely like i was under the impression that uh unleashing this virus will act will also uh destroy the autobots themselves that wasn't that wasn't really clear to me that's what i thought was going to happen but it doesn't seem like that's what happens it just seems mm -hmm. like it just takes out their uh their equipment basically yeah it's taking out the uh the core processors across the planet but indeed not just like oh geez we got a hard reset all these processors it's destroying them mm -hmm. yeah and um but but is we'll, it we'll see is it the just their is it just their tech or is it autobots too like the auto it's, their, it's their tech it's the oh, core okay. processors so um the things that make communications work uh the power grid basically that's how i kind of under understood oh. it oh okay because if it was the autobots as well that would be like oh hot damn let's do it up but um it's let's just the uh the power let's grid. commit let's commit genocide i mean they're already <laughs> there which indeed as we cut to the arc uh we get a little talk with uh jetfire because last episode um he he joined up with tried to join up with the autobots and uh right. he's behind bars like digital laser bar things 
And uh, they're like, hey, what's up? And indeed, he's all like, I wanted to join you guys. No, tell us the truth. And he's like, I mean, that is the truth. And they're, they're like, Optimus hey, but- comes through and he's like, let me talk to him. Tell hey. us the truth. <laughs> and he's like, I I don't know what why I joined up or what I was fighting for in the first place, but I know it wasn't genocide. Yeah, and uh, so uh, the 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 Megatron that uh, is leading the Decepticons now isn't the the, the Megatron that I once knew. This yeah, is the Megatron I knew didn't like cold, like fucking blast people through the chest like point blank prisoners of war that were like in shackles and weaponless. Well, and indeed, Megatron wasn't even like that at the beginning of uh, this show. Like, no. he, he's fallen hard, like, really fast. We've mentioned that the, uh, it progresses quickly as the stakes change for both sides. The leaders, what they're willing to compromise on changes episode to episode, too. Um, uh, and then they're like, oh, but he could have led other Decepticons here. We can't trust him. And it's like, do you see any outside? And indeed, like Optimus I mean, is like, how did you find us? And he's like, never mind that. Nobody else followed me. And I'm like, no, let's go, let's go back. How did you find us? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good point. Yeah, it's never really explained how uh, Jetfire figured out where the Ark was. And indeed, they just kind of like quickly bury that because Optimus is like, how did you find the Ark? And he's like, never mind that. We don't have time. But I wasn't followed. I assure you. Yeah, he's just like. Uh, uh, forget it. it no, forget no, about ser- it. No, no, seriously, tell us. Don't worry about it. Listeners, <laughs> if there was like a little thing where he saw somebody like disappear into a wall, if there was something we missed, feel free to, <laughs> to let us know. But we just feel like that was kind of just conveniently fit into the, the plot there. Um, but what ends up happening here is the Autobots do something uh monstrous that i never ever thought the autobots would ever do oh let suicide squad jetfire oh a fucking bomb in his brain okay yeah yeah so so jetfire uh <laughs> is like i assure you i'm loyal and uh to prove it uh i'll let you do this thing to me he's like and he says to prowl he's like you were you were you were a cop back in the day right you were a copper right <laughs> You you were a cop over in uh, Praxis, and he's like, and Prowl's like, yeah. He's like, so, uh, uh, uh what was the term that he called? Back it? when I was in the Slammer, I remember you used some of those bomb brains. <laughs> yeah, they call they, they call it something. It, uh, I can't remember what it is, but yeah, it's, it's basically like a safety protocol that basically there were so many prisoners back back in my day, um, and not enough guards that all the prisoners had kill switches yeah something to like their brain something to completely like wipe their uh their like central processors literally kills them yeah (laughs) and i'm like what wow that's bizarrely uh uh unethical especially for autobots and is there even one of them that uh i think it's just prowl that's like "Ah!" i i don't think that's a good idea and everyone else is Uh, like it's illegal we have to do it it's the uh, eternal voice of reason in this show, Elita One. My She's girl, like, Elita One. She's like, that's... I don't even think the Decepticons would do that. What the fuck? She's like, this uh, This uh, seems kind of wrong to me, but 
well, it is tactically sound, so I guess uh, I guess we better do that. And Optimus, of all people, is like, make it so. And I'm like, Optimus Prime is cool with the brain bomb. Yeah, B, uh, Prowl, begin the procedure. Jetfire, please don't make us have to use it. Jetfire's like, okay. He's like, yeah, you're the one I'm, that recommended it. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm not going to betray you because, you know, I don't really want to die. So uh, uh, this is how I prove myself. Yeah. Uh, Which so back... good for him, but like, just that's what I mean by compromising values. I right. would never have thought Optimus Prime would be like, put the brain bomb in, kid. That way, if he gets out of line, we could just fucking murder him. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I understand what's at stake. I'm not dumb. Like, he could just fuck off and then tell Megatron, hey, guess where I, I found the base. Well, yeah, and indeed, that's what... Uh... Uh, that's during this whole scene. That's what uh, uh, all the Autobots are worried about, especially Elite One. She's like, uh, "Yeah, it's not really, uh, it's not really a good idea to work with this guy because he can just uh, betray us and then go tell Megatron where we are." And to to back that sentiment up, um, nobody saw him fighting with uh, uh, Sky Warp. Yeah, Sky Warp. Yeah, that's who he killed. Killed, um, killed, yeah. <laughs> apparently, um, nobody saw any of that, and he just kind he's, of like showed up, like limping, he's, and he's like, he's "Hey, succ- he succumbed to his injuries." But like, if off he was screen, going to... <laughs> <laughs> I held him in my arms as he said, "Ah, stop, Jetfire, <laughs> fuck that guy." Also, he owes me fifty bucks. Uh... <laughs> also, he said I could have his Pog collection. <laughs> um. Fuck out. Oh, 50 Deceptibucks? You forgot late charges. That brings it up to uh, 1 million Deceptibucks. 1 million Deceptibucks. Pizza the Hut. And um, here's the thing Star that makes that fall. The hut. Here's the thing that makes that. Uh, we've talked about fucking space balls so much. That has to be a. That we, we should cover that on. Uh, too much commentary. It's a little yeah. Patreon thing we do for uh, commentary for movies, folks. Yeah. Um, but it all kind of falls apart because if he found the Ark and he was going to betray them, wouldn't he just not have walked to the entrance? Wouldn't he have been like, hey, it's the Ark and then fucked off and, and told already? Whatever. I, I, I guess he could draw <laughs> them out into the open because at this, at this point, the Ark is still cloaked. Right. And presumably if it has power, it could like it, it's auto cannons or something could be active. Yeah, Maybe? I'm uh, yeah, I, I'm just trying sure. to make it just trying to make it work, make it make sense in my head. <laughs> yeah, but uh, indeed, uh, they, they strap a bomb to his his brain, his brain. Uh, chip. Uh, so uh, back at the uh, De- at Decepticon HQ, uh, Shockwave suspends the corpse of Ultra Magnus in this like purple like webbing type thing. It looks like he's like straight up like in a, one of those like hanging nets that you see would see in a weird like a weird you would see it like strangely it was strangely common in movies in like the eighties. People stepping um, into some those. sort of torture. You know, you know, um, like you would see people like in movies, like step into those nets that are like on the ground and hidden in like bushes. And then as soon as they step on them, it like, pulls oh, I see them what up. you're saying. Yeah. Some sort of like trap. 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And they were strangely in uh they like they were strangely common in movies in the 80s for some reason. Yeah, just this like uh net trap thing yeah yeah so uh the the visual of uh ultra magnus's corpse kind of reminds me of that kind of looks like he's suspended in one of those but it's uh they're using ultra magnus's uh like core processor to hack into the autobot network essentially so they can feed this virus into it and that's what they do it's pretty ghoulish they do It, it is ghoulish and it's like I just picture like Soundwave being like Megatron, are we the bad guy? And Megatron's being like, I feel hmm. like you're like way too light to ask that question. <laughs> <laughs> Once you have this suspended like corpse, literally uh, Magnus's corpse. Yeah. And it's like, ooh, if anything else told you that like you're the you're definitely the bad guys like this visual isn't doing it for you you're too far gone and there's some things that happen in the background when this is happening uh bumblebee is doing an iron man too and he's like oh my god i have knowledge of all the past blah 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 and you, you see the thing about the all spark is it moves around man and they're like what <laughs> yeah it moves around and like i'm gonna find out where it's gonna appear next and, and, uh, and so he does and he does. <laughs> yeah, okay. So the forbidden I missed the part that, desert. that the sea of rust is what they call it. Yeah. So like, he's like, rust, all right. No Autobot has ever come back alive from it, but the Decepticons have. And they're like, ooh. And Bumblebee's <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. They uh um the the seekers, they uh they they mapped they successfully mapped uh their way through the sea of rust. Like they, they can get through it, no problem. And that's and why they're like Jetfire, where Jetfire comes in. At, and that's where Jetfire comes in, and they're like, by God, we just happen to have the leader of the Seekers right here, right now. You notice something about Jetfire? <laughs> Co- coincidence? I think so. Uh, you notice about Jetfire, even when he was part of the Decepticons, he has blue eyes, like the Autobots. All the Decepticons have glowing red eyes, except Shockwave, who is has like a single like yellow eye. But all the other Decepticons have glowing red eyes, and all the Autobots have glowing blue eyes. Jetfire has blue eyes. Mm, so I did not it's, notice. It, it, it's like he was meant to join the Autobots or something. Yeah, it was, mm, he, it was his mm. destiny. It was. You know what? That's it was his density. <laughs> it was his density. <laughs> <laughs> oh. And uh, oh, back, and another little thing back to the future reference there. <laughs> uh, and there's uh, oh, yeah, uh, there's a little thing going on in the background here. Uh, we got um, freaking uh, who's who's at the um, the the sky gate, uh, the space, oh, warp, uh, this uh, ratchet and uh, ratchet compactor. Uh, and some people, <laughs> uh, Mirage, M- Mirage, yeah, because uh, he ends up using his powers to uh, to cloak the the space bridge, which exactly. they fire up. They they so fire up the before space they bridge. do that. And though, I, go ahead, yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say, so they fire up the space bridge uh, just to see that it works, and while they're doing this, like the first thing that pops into my head is like, and 
they see some like seekers fly overhead so mirage is like here i'll cloak us and they're like no you don't have the energon to do it and he's like watch me and so he does but i'm like you would think they would detect the energy signature or something of like a fucking like space portal like opening okay like a stargate essentially here's what happens here folks um I don't like it. Uh, one of them, I uh, can't remember who, is like, we shouldn't boot this up. Every seeker within like freaking calm distance is going to be like, hey, that's weird. Skybridge thing is like, the Stargate is opening up. And Ratchet's like, well, well, we can't tell if it's, if, it's, uh, if it's repaired unless we boot it up. All right, everybody ready? And I'm like, no, 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 no. Can we back up one fucking second? The arc isn't ready. You don't just, well, we, we don't know if it needs more repairs unless we boot it up. It's like Optimus ordered not to fucking turn it on yet. What is going on, dude? Yeah, and Mirage wouldn't have now. had to do this if they listened to him. Yeah, because Optimus even Real dumb move. He's like, yeah. he's like, okay, so finding the AllSpark, firing up the Ark, opening the Space Bridge are all things that have to happen at the same time. Like, like this, this is one right after but... one right after the other. Otherwise, it's not going to work. The Decepticons will stop us. And I'm like, yeah, that's fair. Ratchet and and Compactor are like, boot her up, yeehaw! And I'm like, why? <laughs> Nobody's going through. And I understand the well, like we don't know if it needs more repairs, but it should work. Let, we need to see if it works for later. That doesn't really hold up because now, uh, as we go through it. Surprise, surprise, Mirage can't, as we've, you said, wouldn't they be able to detect it? It's shown Mirage able to, in past iterations of Transformers, hide energy signatures. It's not just visual, it's like communication Uh, too, right? Uh, For instance, scans of him will reveal that he's actually um, who he's trying to pretend to be until it kind of like starts glitching out or he runs out of energy. Right. But yeah, it's like yeah. He, as he's doing this, he he's running out of energy and he he almost like kills himself trying to do it. Turn it off. Why is it be <laughs> right? Turn it off? Or is it like one of those things where it's like, you know, like, oh, it it costs like all this energy to turn it on, but maintaining it is low energy. And if we turn it off, we might never turn it back on again. Then why did you they- turn it on? <laughs> At- Atlantis's ZPM is almost depleted. We only have enough juice left to open the Stargate once. We can make the energy of the event horizon will maintain the stable wormhole, but if we shut it off, then that's it. Thank you. Yeah. Maybe that. Uh, listeners, if, if I haven't mentioned before, I like Stargate a lot. Yeah, it, it's, it's something like that. But then it, like, it's like... And what I just said was actual... Then why did you turn actual, it on? What I oh, said course, was yeah. actual Stargate shit. Yeah. Yeah, the the energy of the of the the wormhole like maintains itself for up to thirty eight minutes. Maintains itself, but actually like actually like uh, dialing and uh, uh, establishing a that takes wormhole. a lot of juice. That takes a lot of energy, and that's what's happening here. So they can't turn it off. But it's like, homies, you're gonna get people killed, and it seems like not a ratchet move. Also, maybe the show should just kind of explain that. I'm now that you and I, like when I first watched it, I was like, oh boy, yeah, let's go. And now that I'm watching it with you and doing a legitimate journalism, 
Um, some holes peppered here and there in every episode. <laughs> I, I, I do really like this show, like still, like even uh, rewatching Oh, they're it, small. They're there's, forgivable. There, there's tons of plot holes in yeah. this show. <laughs> they're forgivable ones. They're not glaring issues. And, jeez. Uh, oh, uh, so, oh, right. You, you had said... <clears throat> Get the uh, the world spark, <laughs> get the all spark, um, get the raw energon to power the arc. Yep, and turn on the the sky bridge. Yeah, Bumblebee and who is it here? Bumblebee. Uh... Uh, it's Bumblebee, RC, and Cog. Yeah. So. Oh yeah, uh, even Cog is like, wow! I finally get to leave the base. <laughs> so, uh, so, so what happens here is. Uh, Wheeljack is like, okay, I can launch the arc. We have enough energon to do that, um, but we uh, we have a sufficient amount of energon to to launch the arc. But we have not enough energon to maintain the arc once we go through the space bridge. So we'll be, just be dead in the water once we launch. And it's like, what do we need? And it's like, well, we need like a lot of raw energon and uh, different types of energy currency, folks. Yeah. And Bumblebee is like, I know a guy. And they're like, uh, oh, who is it? He's like a real scoundrel, a real son of a bitch. He's even worse than a Decepticon. And, and they're like, who's worse than a Decepticon? And then it cuts to them visiting this like seedy I, criminal under. I, I, I do base. like the, uh, the, the, the moment, though, where they're like, uh, I, I think it's Alita. It's like, I can't believe we're going to. This is madness. I can't believe we're going to a barter and trade with someone who's worse than a Decepticon. And Bumblebee's like, oh, we're not, we're not bartering. We're not bartering the Energon. We're stealing it. We're stealing it, motherfuckers. <laughs> and right when he says that, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> like now he's, he has a drive. Like now Bumble, I, I'm, I'm liking him. I didn't like him at all before this episode, by the way. Yeah. yeah but what he, he started pulling me last episode when he was like, you know what? I get it now. Like just living isn't enough. Like what I, I earn enough Deceptibucks to like live another like month, another year. No, things need to change. And so he was coming around, but now he's like, "Oh, we're stealing it. You better believe it." Yeah. So and, um, indeed, the seedy criminal organization that's worse than the Decepticons is apparently um, a clone, a failed clone of Soundwave, created by Shockwave. And I'm like. Well, I actually like this because this kind of, in a way, uh, addresses uh, narratively a uh, what is known in uh, uh, the Transformers world as a redeco. It's where Hasbro right? will take Hasbro will take the mold of one Transformer, give them a new paint job, maybe give them a slightly different face, slightly different face, yeah, um, and then they'll they'll just re-release the the same figure with a different paint job and. Sometimes, not even all the time, but sometimes maybe like a different head mold or whatever. And, and they'll just like, see folks. And this they'll isn't just Soundwave. And this is Sound Blaster, <laughs> and they'll just re-release it as another figure. Uh, the the original uh, Tigatron toy in the the Beast Wars line was it's just a re, was was a re, straight up redeco of Cheetor. Uh, there's tons of redecos in Transformers, and I, I like the and even. Um, uh, what is it? Ironhide and Ratchet, or like I can't remember which one came first, but they're they're the same mold. They're redecos of one another. So I, I like this uh, 
this plot point of Sound Blaster being a failed clone of Soundwave. Because uh, it, it, it's it, kind of self-referential to this redeco not really selling. <laughs> exactly, yeah. I never thought about it like that <laughs> until you mentioned it just now. Uh, that's the that's the uh, Transformers collector in me uh, uh, pick, catching this stuff. Worse than a Decepticon, a failed redeco. <laughs> and here I'm kind of wondering, I'm like, what's the failure exactly? Because he's a different color? Because that's... he didn't sell. <laughs> <laughs> Fair. Um, well, as we found out, he's not like, uh, he's kind of got like a crime boss thing going on here. Uh, he's not like Soundwave at all, who's kind of like only speaks words when they're important. Right. Doesn't run his mouth. A man of few words, right? Very logical. Um, Sound so, Blaster is very like shit talky. I, I like that. Um, so RC even uh, says she's like, wow, he really does look like Soundwave. And Bumblebee's like, yeah, but don't bring that up. He doesn't really like to talk about that very much. Don't bring it up. It's a, uh, it's a little, little sour. <laughs> Uh, but but then Sound Blaster references Soundwave later in the episode, which I found kind of weird. It's like you don't like to talk about the fact that you're a clone of Soundwave, but then... It's one of those things where he's trying to own it. Before other people bring it up, he, he brings it up first. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, oh, they... right, the, the so... Desert of Rust. <laughs> so... Uh... Uh, the Bumblebee, RC, and Cog go to meet with Sound Blaster. They have their last store of uh, processed energy. Their their last like three vials or whatever of processed energon. And RC, he's like, I've come to bargain. Sound Blaster's like, okay, uh, take them down to the receiving bay. Get out of here, kid. You bother me. So they and... go to so uh at the Sea of Rust, we see we actually see like a, a laser beak or like something that looks like laser beak uh out, out in the desert, uh eating the corpse of a transformer. Which oh, I, yeah. Which I thought was a funny visual. Oh, when when we join um Optimus and Jetfire and Yeah, in the Sea of gang, Rust. In the Sea of Rust, and there's like purple lightning, and Jetfire is like, oh yeah. Look out for the lightning. Look out for the lightning. And then they get through and the And Alita's lightning. like, I mean, you could have like told us there'd be lightning before the lightning started. Who's with them? It's like Chromia and Hound? Yeah. Chromia, yeah, Optimus, Chromia, Hound. Prowl uh, and Jetfire. Yes. Yeah, yeah, right. Prowl. Prowl was there too. Look yeah, at me cause... remembering names. <laughs> <laughs> right, because uh, yeah, he Jetfire ends up saving Prowl. Uh, and yeah, he's the, the guy, one he's the, the dude with the with the with the the kill switch yeah yeah uh so uh, he does something cool he he shoots out um like shaft like anti um heat seeking missile like countermeasures countermeasures yeah and um, I, I think is what they're called countermeasures yeah um and the uh i guess um they, they burn hot or it's like aluminum or it's highly conductive and it attracts the lightning Right. It's a really cool visual and um, kind of like carves a path through the lightning storm. Uh, so they don't all get lightninged. Yeah, they makes don't. sense because they're all made of metal. Yeah, they, they don't <laughs> they don't all get struck by lightning and uh, sent back to uh, to the year 1885. 
so they get through the uh the 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 space lightning and they're he's like, like oh we did it and he's like oh, if you think that's bad yeah whew, glad we got through that oh you ain't seen nothing yet because now we got to look out for the metal vortexes and even optimus is like the the, the what now and then like, dramatically the camera turns over and like mad max fury road they're like tornadoes like black and full of lightning and just bad news bears bad news bears indeed so uh no wonder nobody went in here <laughs> uh uh back at uh sound blasters uh receiving bay uh the 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 dynamic trio of uh oh Bumblebee. yeah they come across a whole load of energon chunks energon uh energon crystals yeah yeah the raw energon yeah. As we are very familiar with, being that we are from Planet Energon. Yep. Uh, although this Energon doesn't make them short out, apparently. No. Which uh, I'm not a fan of. Hmm. Yeah, they can just pick it up. Yeah. They yeah, should have. They should have beast modes. Damn it. They should have beast modes. Well, is Bumblebee should turn into a bee. He should turn into a bee. A giant there should be a bee, bee. man. <laughs> <laughs> a giant fucking bee and be like, oh, Bumblebee. <laughs> Bumblebee is getting raw energon. I think uh, in the uh, Transformer, the live action Transformers movies, I think Shia LaBeouf actually calls Bumblebee Bee Man. Oh. <laughs> well, shit. And what happens here? They're they're talking out loud, and Sound Blaster comes up, and he's like, "Hi, ah, you stupid kids! See, there's one thing much like Soundwave, Sound Blaster. See, he's got eyes in the sky, and a little um, a little Terra uh, Sound Blaster version of um, Laserbeak. Yeah, Laserbeak. Thank you. Um, does he name him? They must all have different names, but oh, name they. I, I I'm sure they do. Yeah. Uh. He's like, yeah, I was on to, I was on to your ruse. See, I, I recognize those two Autobots. They're worth more than any of the any energon you could bring me. Yeah, yeah. See, we just wanted to lure you into a false sense of safety right next to our energy. Yeah, and I'm like, arresting them when you had like all the guards pointing guns at them probably <laughs> would have been the better option. Uh, and indeed, guess what just happens? They just like shoot their way out. Yep. Yeah, caught. <laughs> despite uh, being caught. Despite yeah. the fact that, by the way, when they entered, they were like scanning for weapons. All right, you're good to go. But Cog transforms into this like uh, this like shoulder cannon thing. Hell yeah. <laughs> that that locks on to, uh, to RC, which is pretty cool because the, the, the toy of Cog actually does that. It, it's cool when... Um, some transformers transform into a weapon that needs to be used by another transformer like right. og megatron just being a fucking golden gun <laughs> a one-hit kill just mega blaster uh but yeah and i guess um uh what is it cog uh he transforms into like this badass freaking like like terminator 2 like kind of giant clonky rig like battle cannon thing yeah yeah dig it yeah, it, it like a 
big ass like like a portable like anti-air like cannon that you strap onto your back or something like that it, it looks cool it's pretty rad and they, they they shoot their way out and they get the energon uh and back at the sea of rust uh they're 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 stand all in uh, robot form and they're all standing right in front of these metal vortexes and they're like what are we going to do and jetfire is like oh there's a there's a trick to navigating your way through them but they never do whatever it is he's talking was, about he's like don't worry there's a trick to navigating them and they're like okay and they just and stand then Prowl there. gets sucked into <laughs> they just stand there and Prowl gets sucked into one of the vortexes and presumably there's so many bits of metal there's so much um electromagnetic like radiation and static caused by these if you get sucked into these you're you're either shredded apart or the energy like deactivates you right like it's it's bad and there's this like dramatic moment where Jetfire is like i'm on him and and flies off and goes and saves him while everyone else is standing on the ground being like good job buddy you hey prowl hang in there Don't... the only one of us that can fly is coming we... <laughs> we'll hold down the this patch of desert, but we're not getting sucked in for some reason. For some reason. We were all standing next to each other. I guess Prowl's lighter. I I, I was going to say, so Prowl is a deluxe class figure and the rest of them are Voyager class. <laughs> the others are just too heavy. Yeah. yeah. They were like, whoa. And they like moved a little bit like a windy day, but he was like, shit. Prowl's like, shit. And got sucked up. And uh Jetfire grabs him, saves him again and brings him back. And, um, You'd think at this point, right? Because Prowl is like, holy shit, you saved me. And they're like, uh, Optimus is like, thank you, Jetfire. And it's like, now's a pretty good time to um, smash the detonation device because like the one who had it was Prowl and he saved him. Well, and Prowl even pulls it out. He's like, thank you for saving my life. I never thought a Decepticon, I'd be saved by a Decepticon. It doesn't feel right for me to be holding on to this so he and he goes to give it to him but jetfire is like but you will for the sake of the mission sake of the mission and i'm like oh for christ's sake and so they like, i get it but like all of them at that point could have been like if he had lit them uh if he had lit prowl just get sucked in and killed and been like see you fuckers and flown away he could have single-handedly defeated like four <laughs> of the the autobots and then like went back like yeah he's obviously <laughs> he, what he's waiting for the perfect moment like he's not trying to capture any of you alive right but yeah <laughs> so yeah so whatever this uh so once again whatever this trick to navigating the uh the metal vortexes was supposed to be they don't actually do it but they still survive. but everything ends up okay everything ends up okay so why even mention there's a trick to <laughs> Right? to it I, plot holes like i said plot <laughs> holes uh so they end up uh if it, after... it was an rpg like a tabletop rpg it's like okay roll i don't know roll search yeah oh, all of you rolled high enough except prowl he gets sucked <laughs> off into <laughs> one i guess so so uh, yada from, yada the best part from there they uh they they happen across this big chasm and uh optimus is like I recommend caution, Autobots. And then they just fucking leap down into it. I Another thing, <laughs> and he's like, caution, Autobots. I have a bad feeling about this. 
and indeed, like Prowl is like, what do you mean? It's as if the 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 all spark calls out out to me a warning. Anyways, fuck it, let's go. And they, they jump into the pit. <laughs> and it's like, well, I mean, you don't need to tell us to be cautious. We're jumping into a creepy pit. So Optimus and the Autobots leap down into this chasm and they're like, Optimus is like, whoa, I got a bad feeling about this. And it's as if the Matrix Matrix itself is telling me that, that this is a bad idea, bro. It's a bad idea. And Prowl's like, oh, so uh, like, what should we do? And Optimus is like, YOLO! And he like, <laughs> they all jump into this giant uh, pit, dark pit full of unstable energon crystals something's going on here it, it looks like a bunch of energon crystals yeah and then zombie transformers that's the that's the word of the day <laughs> that triggers the background noise <laughs> zombie transformers and uh they start getting attacked chromia gets her fucking arm ripped off and uh, yeah the first time i was watching this i thought she like i, I, I thought she was just like surrounded and like killed I think she she makes it, but uh, yeah. Well, yeah, she's they, disarmed. They go up, and this is they, they disarm. They disarm the sharpshooter. Ha ha! Um, they rip her goddamn arm off, and um, they start getting slowly surrounded. They all look like Decepticons that must have gotten lost and somewhere and lost their mind. And there's this part where I'm like, "You guys have guns," and Optimus kind of looks at the others, and I'm like, "You you guys have guns." They're slowly shambling towards you like they're zombies. Shoot them. And then Optimus is kind of like being cornered away from the others. He kind of looks at them and then goes and like puts up his dukes. And I'm like, you have guns. You don't fight zombies with your fists. You guys have guns. What happened to the guns? I swear that you guys had guns, right? Uh, Now, if they had said, hey, hold your fire. There's so much um, energon crystals in this there could be a negative reaction and a huge explosion and we could not make it or we could lose the AllSpark. That would make sense to me. But instead, there are, Optimus is all like, all right, put them up, put them up. And that's how that, <laughs> that scene ends. Mm-hmm. And uh, indeed, that's the end of the episode. Yeah. <laughs> yeah all right. So, yeah, what do, what do we do? We do a thing here. <laughs> Uh, so here on Too Much Energon, we rate episodes of stuff on the Too Much Energon scale, which ranges from not enough Energon to a sufficient amount of Energon to Too Much Energon. It's basically bad, okay, good. Cal, what are you rating this episode? Uh, despite the little things here or there that I'm like, that doesn't make sense. What do you mean there's a way through? Eh, whatever. It, it's minor enough, and there's so much interesting, it's a very dense episode. Uh, that I actually, it does go into too much energon for me. That it's moving the plot, there's character development, too much energon. I, I actually really liked it. Same. Lots going on here, lots of plot holes, but that's just a thing with this show. But still, overall, love this episode, too much energon. And that has been episode 87 of Too Much Energon. Best way to support the show, go to patreon.com slash lasercomb, L A Z O R C O M B. Uh, you've heard the spiel before, so I'm not going to do it again. Uh, <laughs> just go check that out. Patreon.com slash Lasercomb. Follow us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Lasercomb, or you can follow the show on Twitter at Too Much Energon, or me at Lasercomb. Cal, where can they find you? And I'm at NeoCal on Twitter. N-E-O underscore K-A-L. 
We'll be back next week with episode 88 of Too Much Energon, where we will be talking about the final chapter of War for Cybertron Siege. And until then, I've been one of your hosts, Christopher Siege. And I'm NeoCal. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next week. Until all are one. Till all are one, baby. Pew, pew, pew.